Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 106 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our commentary series with uh, Exodus Part 2, Episode 124, the uh, Slam Bang Extravaganza. It's uh, pretty pretty action-packed, you know. Uh, we were just talking about how this is setting setting the precedent for Lost uh, season finales, Uh and uh yeah, I mean we're we're on a we're on an action high right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We've had uh already, you know, they've they've launched the raft. The they're... raft yeah, <clears throat> the, the raft got launched. They're going on a expedition to find the black mm-hmm. rock, get the dynamite to blow up the hatch, they got attacked by the smoke monster. Yeah. The others are like coming. Serious multitasking <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's uh and you know, in the meantime we're getting these little flashbacks. So it's uh it's mm-hmm. it's pretty well done so far. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> Dare I say this uh this is a good episode. Yeah, this show just might go somewhere, I think. <laughs> you know, it's giving me the impression it's worth looking at. Uh I think so. keep an eye on this show. <laughs> uh all right, well let's uh let's jump back into uh, Exodus. Uh and this will be the uh both uh, hours of it. So uh part 2 and sort of part 3. Um, yes. Um maybe just a a little disclaimer uh uh if any of you have the Blu-ray version, uh it's it's split into 3 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um if you have the regular DVDs, then it's just two. So the second and third parts are, are put into one uh, track, sort of. So, uh, so if you have those, you'll just have to flip over at a certain point. It's uh, it's when the uh, when uh, right after the Hurley Bird, uh, they see the Hurley Bird, and there's there's a little bit of of uh, Jack and Hurley and uh, Kate and Locke walking, and uh, that's that's where the split happens. Cool. It's right around forty two. So, just uh, just you know, a little technical help in case you need it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So get your players going, ready to sync. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, sorry. Hold on. Okay. I am ready. All right. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Speaking of slam bang. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, this was a great sequence. Wow. Previously on Lost, yeah, they're the going, pilot? They're going, through, they're going through all the major, yeah, all the big <laughs> highlights of uh, the pilot. Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is weird because some of this was in the previously on Lost last time, but. Mhm. Yeah, they're getting they're giving us more about like this whole Danielle thing for some reason. Yeah. Well, yeah. because what she's gonna end up doing. So. Yes.
See, they're tying all that stuff together, like the the message about other people yep. and the killing with Russo, with the others. Yep. And there's lots of lie. Throw that in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, not that he's lying, but he he's misleading. They didn't burn the raft. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now we're up to date. Mhm. <laughs> oh, they had to reuse that. <laughs> or die. <laughs> Thank you, Ars. Excellent exposition. <laughs> Because this rafting thing's not going to work. <laughs> this is their journey music. Yeah. God, man, we're really... This is a long previously on the Yeah, wow. <laughs> They're really taking their time. <laughs> like, didn't we just see the we previous did. episode? Like, I know. Like, yes, I remember. That happened. <laughs> and that should have been the last shot, but it wasn't. All right. See, that's what they showed right there. It was that sh- that first shot. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Which is weird that they did that. And baby, something, something, baby. There's sand everywhere? There's sand everywhere. Come on, Claire, it's a beach. (laughs) Oh, Saeed, lecturing the red shirts. Mm hmm. (laughs) But he does best. I know. She needs a babysitter. <laughs> well, that obviously got here through a big giant wave. <laughs> That's what everybody's thinking, right? <laughs> Probably knocked over a statue. Yeah, probably knocked over some statue on the way in. By the Jack, like by the by the by the angle of the ship uh, <laughs> positioning here, it probably knocked over a statue on the giant wave. <laughs> wow, Arts is right. <laughs> Do 
So, is this supposed to be, like, her plan to get, like, basically the leaders of the group out of the picture so she can go steal the baby? I don't think this was part of the plan. Because that's kind of genius if it was. I mean, yeah. She got, like, she got Jack and Kate, and, and she got the top honchos to be involved in something else for a second. That's true. I I, I guess if you wanted to, you could say she knew they would... I, it's a stretch, though, because she didn't even know about the hatch until just now. So I don't know why she would think that would make them want to go get dynamite. Yeah. Well, maybe she just played it to her advantage, though. Yeah, that's my sense. My sense is that she just walked into a situation. Yeah, that, so they, yeah and it's like, oh, well, look at this. I yeah. can say we need dynamite. Guess who's going to go? Yeah. The, the, the top guys are going to go. I'll leave them out there, and then I'll leave. Yeah, and then they'll be out of my way, and I can exactly. get the baby. Well, if that's the way she's thinking, she's smart. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to give her that much credit. <laughs> hey, that was Richard's buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to try to say something like that. You're right. That smoke monster was in here at one point. <laughs> totally was. And there was a boar. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite. I, I love Locke's uh, wrong guess. Yeah, not quite Mozambique. It sounds true, but he's just wrong. Mm -hmm. Jack is going to put his life on the line with with uh, the guy who used to be tied to oh, this yeah, ship. Oh yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Cause I mean, it's gonna... obvious, right? You can guess that by now. <laughs> obvious I, outcome. I. You know, I'm I'm trying to look at this set really closely because I felt like the season six version just didn't look as good or look different or something. I think was it, weird it felt like it, it had less stuff in it. Yeah, you know? maybe that's it. It's just it's just there's just less going on. Yeah. I think Arsh is he I think he just needs a drink. He needs to unwind. He's like high strung. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me of the guy that needed to play golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he really needs an outlet. Like that's his problem. Like Yeah. He can't he can't he doesn't know how to function. He's got this pent up energy. Now this, which this maybe little... maybe it's poetic that he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That actually makes sense. Um, that little thread there about like, oh, you know, you guys are the you know in crowd, and mm -hmm. there's all these other people here, and I, I see a line from that straight to Nikki and Paolo. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. That's where they, it starts. They're like the full realization of that. It's like, no, no, no. We're not just going to throw in this one-time character. We're going to make regulars out of these red mm -hmm. shirts.
Yeah, I mean, he's Ars is the first red shirt to really have a big role, right? I mean, yeah. he comes out of nowhere and like he's in all he's in all these scenes for a while, and then yeah, he he sets the trail for for Nicky and Paolo coming to fruition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and see, Russo left, so she isn't mm-hmm. even there to help them with this process. Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite can hear you, all right? <laughs> it was so cool, because he's like, what is he, like a high school chemistry teacher or something? Mm-hmm. or and I, it, it was so cool because it's like, yeah, you know, public education teachers, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Like of all trades. And then he, like, blows himself up. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious public education joke. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is the state of our education system in America. It's highly explosive. Yeah, this could be a scene where he's, like, demonstrating something to the class. And it leads mm-hmm. to him, and that's the that's the like tone of voice he starts speaking in too. Yeah, like they're his kids. <laughs> Give me a what? Yeah, and that Sawyer's line. Give me your shirt. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so I'm gonna slap you. Oh man. <laughs> At yeah, least he doesn't want to just put the shirt on. See, that's the problem. Like he's 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 not paying attention because he's trying to lecture. Yeah. God, that's scary. That is scary. <laughs> oh God, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, totally. Oh. Man, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, oh, God. don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> Lost. Yeah, you can get, a, you can get away with it now, guys. You could, you could do whatever you want after you blow a character up on TV. So that's a great, that's a great uh, intro right there. It is. It is. That was a long, like, teaser sequence, man. Yeah. Ten minutes, yeah. But I guess it's a long episode, so. This time we don't hear all those racist comments in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they didn't replay that part of it. Did he claim his friend's body or not? Did we ever figure out, you know, he said, I'm going to wait to claim my friend's body. Claim my friend's body? What? Saeed, you remember, like, he wanted to take a later flight because he wanted to, like, claim his friend's body? I forgot he said that. I think the show did, too. (laughs) That's a good point, yeah. I don't think that ever comes up. 
This is this kind of thing is always creepy when some like random guy in a Hawaiian shirt like starts <laughs> starts doing something he shouldn't be doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This freaked me out. I remember. Yeah, this makes Pike seem evil. Totally. And all he's doing is speaking Korean, you know. But it yeah. just makes it seem like you don't know what he what what. Yeah, what he's capable of. It, you know, it means he has, like, a hidden agenda. Hmm. And I'm wondering if this the guy is just one of Pike's golf buddies who just <laughs> happens to be in the same area, and Pike's like, hey, man, my my son, my stupid son-in-law is going to be there. Can you go, like, scare him mm-hmm. for me? Yeah. You know, yeah. he's got this guy's got a layover between Hong Kong <laughs> and you know Dubai, and uh, he's like, "Oh, sure, why not?" Yeah. He's always happy when Sun's not around. You notice that? <laughs> <laughs> I kid, Jim. I kid. Ugh, nature's so ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love those shots. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so you're you're a good... You'd be a great real estate agent. Yeah. Build where the best land is. Sawyer's singing? Mm-hmm. This is, I don't remember this happening much ever. I, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Well, Sawyer's like, oh, I thought Bob Marley was a, was a white cowboy thing. <laughs> like, oh, this, this guy likes Bob Marley. <laughs> Michael's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really just, makes sense. They but. tried to do like a reverse stereotype thing going on there. Yeah. It was, it, it's nice that they tried it, but it's just it's just sort of weird. It is. <laughs> and that's and that's kind of the point that Michael makes is everybody can like Bob Marley. Yeah. You know? I was like, yeah, I thought it was a southern thing. Yeah, Sawyer should realize that 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 proves the point. Like the fact that he likes him, mm-hmm. Bob Marley, proves the point. Yeah. Oh, Shannon! <laughs> if only Boone was here to help you. <laughs> She's so like she didn't even zip up her suitcase. She could make two trips. Uh, you know, <laughs> it really would make more sense. <laughs> or ask someone for help. It's gonna take her like a ridiculous amount of time going at that pace. Well, technically, you're running first, and then you're hiding, and then you'll die.
Let me carry your burdens for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when there was four sets of pub friends? <laughs> Those four were Vincent, and they were all on his back. <laughs> Vincent carries them all. Oh, boy. Well, you know, they're going to see someone else explode like that later. Yep. Well, he's going to be there, too. He's going to be there, too. It won't be his first time when he gets there. That's so weird when you talk about an accident, it makes the conversation about guilt over responsibility. But that's not, I don't really think that's what his point is, you know, right? Like, his point isn't that, like, he feels like he's responsible or anybody's responsible. He knows, like, it just happened, but the fact is, it happened. You know, like, that's, you know, I feel like that's his point. It's like, we're dealing with a situation where you can be doing something good and you can just explode. Yeah. But I feel like she's trying to console him as if he thinks, like, you know, there's just blame to be had. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, he sort of thought, you know, he was suggesting that maybe the, you know, the curse uh, caused it to happen. And so it's, like, indirectly his fault. Mm. You know... This is just good writing. Well, but I, I mean, think. Kate doesn't. Kate doesn't know about that. Well, he didn't. He say it. I mean, he at least briefly said like he's cursed or something, didn't he? Oh, I missed it then. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, this is great because now that we've seen Arse blow up, it's real. Mm-hmm. The threat is real, and oh, yeah. these scenes are even more tense. Totally. But at the same time, less tense, because they've already blown one person up. They're not going to blow these guys up, but we do know the threat is real. And, and I think uh, the first time, though, I think uh, you can feel it. You, you don't fully realize how improbable it is they're going to blow these characters up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely not as uh, not as obvious. And lock fucking around. Yeah, you got to love that. God. Terry O'Quinn, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it would be weird. He's like, all he did was say yes.
their relationship is so like primal, you know. It's like Charlie is showing how he can take care of them. Look, yep. I have made I have made transportation for young one. Mm-hmm. You know, now you shall like me for my qualities I can provide. Yeah, totally. Oh boy, <laughs> this isn't going to turn out well. Stay here with the crazy woman, okay? That's a nice baby you have there, Claire. Yeah. I didn't notice that baby that was in your arms until now. I want to eat him. (laughs) His name is not yours. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yikes. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. That's right. They give you the flashback. She just doesn't remember. That's not a good memory to have right now. No. She's trying to help Claire, but she is going to steal your baby. It's <laughs> 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 so, uh, kind of a double whammy. I forgot that there was actually set up for the maternity leave stuff. That's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did Where that is that re- Where's that receipt? I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> I gotta write this off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One trash rock star in the evening. <laughs> That's what you do with CDs. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, what did he do? Like, he's going to do a quick bump real quick while she's, like, <laughs> like the other room. feet away. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, she could smell it in the air. Like, yeah. I think the subtext here is drugs are bad. I don't see how you could get that from this scene. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Drugs will make you turn on your fellow humanity. <laughs> this is this is a a good scene about how drugs can make you happier, right? <laughs> Look how happy he is. Now Shannon's helpless again. Whoa. 
You still, like, knocked her out? Hey, hey, maybe son did it, huh? <laughs> maybe son did it. <laughs> I'm just looking at the scene of the crime here, you know. <laughs> you think Rissa took the baby and then son just, like, <laughs> <laughs> the Claire? Hey, she poisoned, she poisoned uh, Michael? <laughs> I love that. It's like, okay... Yeah. You can't hit me anymore, you buddy. Get, I know you you're angry. You get two ones. That's it. You tell these punches are, like, completely ineffective. That ship looks bigger, too. Yeah, it does. It also looks realer. <laughs> Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Did he say fail save? Fail save? <laughs> they love fail safes, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about the fail safe next finale, too. It's always my decision, Kate. And it's always your decision not to listen to my decision. Exactly. <laughs> it's ours, Hurley. It's ours. He doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. Mine's bigger than yours. I guess fate doesn't like you, Jack. Take the hint, Jack. Take the hint. <laughs> He's like pissed. Fate He's doesn't want you to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like Saeed explained to me in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you really did. <laughs> Please reiterate that. I wasn't listening before. You know, this really goes to show what, what Gilligan and on the Gilligan's Island, those guys could have done if they really wanted to get off the island. Yeah, totally. They could have built a raft like this very easily. Yeah. Took these guys one season. <laughs> yeah. Kazoo? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Walt is something you blow into to make a high pitched <laughs> sound. <laughs> Wow, Walt's going to find out about that. Yikes. I don't have told anybody. Damn. I like it those, just got like, real. I like those DIY glasses. Oh, yeah. Like it's... mismatched halves. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Run and exposition. Very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that economic model is just insane. She wants to trade. She really should be selling on the free market. <laughs> the value of her child is not equal to the value of this newborn baby. Oh, my God. He's the only hope that Island has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no, not really. Not at all. And another ominous smoke shot. Mm-hmm. That's okay, though. For a transition, I'll take it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, this is the kind of shot they could have ended with in that other episode. Yeah. Where they just pan up to the smoke. Yeah. Classic video game noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, the game he's playing shouldn't actually sound anything like that. He's playing, like, a wilderness hunting game, and it sounds like a space shooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm not listening to you. That's all ADR stuff. Yeah, totally. They have, like, a video game noise track. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll go to school and then he'll come home after school. Mhm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Who was that who just went by? <laughs> yeah, that's like a Pulp Fiction thing. Like, that's... Uh... That, this, yeah, this is totally... Because when, when, whenever they do, like, these sort of overlapping scenes, and it's like, who can you spot in the scene, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, a lot of times they'll do more. They'll actually have interaction or dialogue or something, but, like, that's just mm-hmm. a quick thing. <laughs> that makes Walt seem kind of scary. It's like he teleported over there. I want to believe that that's what happened. Nice. This is how you navigate through a time barrier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if only they had Faraday to give him the, the bearing. Then maybe they could leave. Or we get the sickness. Or that. <laughs> the other sickness. 
<laughs> the other, not the Cygnus you're thinking of. <laughs> She was a selfish bitch. No, don't say that, Michael. She's just a businesswoman. Yeah, they didn't paint too good a picture of Susan. No, they didn't. But, you know, I tried to tell her. I think, you know, she wasn't, I mean, she's dead by the time the show starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I, there for a function. Yeah, I think we're, we're supposed to sympathize with Michael more. He knows Rudder. Love that. <laughs> I was just reading about this. How useful. <laughs> Rope! <laughs> oh, okay, fine. She's a little anticlimactic when it's just floating over there. Yeah. They don't even—they don't show it for a while. They just show him swimming. It's like, oh, it was just over there. <laughs> Michael, Sawyer's in the water. <laughs> Good translation. Now, before you burn, but you why was burn. that mean? Is he pissed? Like, he, I think he's just trying to get across that he that he knows he's got a gun in there. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, he just helped you out. Why are you pissed? But yeah, okay. That was a little bit trumped up drama. I mean, it's fine, yeah. but they didn't really need that scene. You know, but this is the, the oh, you mean just the rudder thing? Yeah, the rudder thing. Oh yeah, 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 the rudder things. Well, it doesn't really eat people, but. Man, it'd be a bad time for an island earthquake, huh? (laughs) 
Yeah, you're right. Hopefully no one turns the donkey wheel. <laughs> or moves the cork. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, especially that. Plug or whatever. Cork plug, you know. Mm-hmm. Is that, what is that over there? I think that's where Boone died, basically. Is it? That's not like Boone's bot. No, they buried. No, him, they right? buried him. That's okay. just the bed. I mean, it's like an infirmary bed, but I guess oh, that's okay. where he okay. was last. It does kind of look like a body's under there. Yeah, that's uh, confused me. Is to bind us together so we'll make an afterlife together? <laughs> yes, I do, son. <laughs> That's it. The island is purgatory. <laughs> Carlton and Damon. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, they really are fate. That's true. I mm-hmm. this set, this cave set, it, it definitely looks different from the cave set later. And again, it's the same reason. There's more stuff going on. Yeah. Like it seems like when they rebuilt it, they just wanted to like do they it more quickly. It down. Yeah. Wow. What a place to walk through. Mm-hmm. That's like final fight type area. Yeah, yeah. And like uh Kelvin and Desmond. Kelvin and Desmond too, yeah. Yeah. Serious shit goes on when you're in that part of the island. Yeah. Oh, we're getting this thing. This thing's classic. Mm-hmm. Does they really run ahead of you? <laughs> Charlie oh, can okay. keep up. Yeah, he runs fast apparently. <laughs> All roads lead to the plane, I tell you. Oh wow. Any drugs hidden there? <laughs> oh, really? You don't say. Wow. That's not what he needed to hear. Yeah. This is where the island starts to look like purgatory. <laughs> so he has no idea he just unleashed the beast right now. He yeah. has no idea. His little, like, I just told Charlie something he didn't know. I feel better about myself. <laughs> like, oops. <laughs> Yeah. That was a nice little diversion. He's like, that's enough for six seasons. Oh, yeah. 
come back here as a ghost. <laughs> Why not? He's already dead. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting a whole sequence about the drama of them not blowing up. You know, they're all yeah. transporting dynamite just so they can get back in time to blow up the hatch so that they can get 40 people down in there before the others just yeah. go to get to. So they have no real, like, time frame. Like, they just are trying to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little disappointing that that whole plan never really comes to fruition at all. Yeah. Because it makes this mission, like, a little superfluous. I mean, I guess they needed to get in there at some point, but. Scottish guy. Scottish guy pushing a button every 108 minutes or else the wall will end. Duh. <laughs> I still find it weird how much he invests in that hatch. Who, Locke? Yeah, Locke. Man, but you, I mean, you can't blame him, Hurley Bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. He Man, just said Hurley. He just said Hurley. Didn't you hear him? <laughs> Riders <laughs> themselves in the back. Yeah, well done, well done. I mean, I don't think you can blame him, though. I mean, he's looking for hope, like you just said. He's looking for a sign, and he finds something fairly miraculous on the surface, and he has nothing else but to go down that path. You know, I mean, it's validated by seeing the smoke monster, by all the <laughs> other things, you know. Yeah, it's just like the connections aren't really there. He he makes a lot of them yeah. up. Yeah, no, he, well, that's what the that's what faith is, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's you putting the connection in there, bridging the gap. Yeah, that's true. Oh, dear. Oh, this is some trees blowing up. This is Holy trees, trees blowing up. He stopped doing that, man. He stopped like uprooting trees on a regular basis. He has to he has to replant them later. Let's <laughs> be eco friendly. He does. I just forgot how violent it was. Like you see, like them being uprooted. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Now it sounds like he's like laying bombs or something. He's just... I think he's just showing off. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's his telekinesis at work, huh? I guess so. Oh, God. <laughs> like, how do you do that? But, okay, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Somebody just cranked in. Yeah, yeah, that's his telekinesis. Yeah. And that shot totally mirrors the one from Walkabout. Mm-hmm. Were they going on his face? So like, why does he? Why is he running away? Because he's afraid. <laughs> but why? Did I he don't just know. see something wonderful? <laughs> I remember. 
I remember the early days, like, we thought, oh, he's he's on the wrong path, and that's why the smoke monster's attacking him. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Crank, should, crank, 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 crank. He should think it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Turn the crank, turn the crank. Well, this is... And see, he's running, but then later he's going to say it wasn't trying to hurt me. Yeah, you're right. Like, really what I think is happening is the man in black just wants to toss the lock. Yeah, I think you're right. So he just wants to bring him down there and they'll, they'll talk to each other. Yeah. Let's so Montan lost his arm. Rousseau could tell you that if she were here. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he he really will be all right. Yeah. But, you know, when you're watching this, you don't know what the smoke monster is. You can't think it wants to do anything but eat him. That's true. Yeah, that was a really early effect for the smoke monster. Yeah, it really totally changes changes later. later. Yeah, it's it's like wispy and darker. Later on, it's, like, really, really thick and, like, light gray. Yeah, maybe it grew its power over time. It yeah. It got closer to, his, to leaving the island. <laughs> but I'll at least admit that, you know, I mean, it's the episode where we hear footsteps, but at the same time, we see what it is. Yeah. And it really shouldn't be having footsteps. Yeah, it's not a dinosaur. It's clearly not a dinosaur. Although it probably could be a dinosaur if it felt like it. Yeah, if it if one died on the island, I think it could. <laughs> one probably did, right? A long time ago? Eh, Why not? <laughs> I, I mean, dinosaurs weren't everywhere, but sure, there may yeah, why not? Some sort I, of prehistoric I mean, life. Was, yeah. The island was always moving. Maybe it moved. Yeah, uh, you some know. sort of prehistoric life is on that island, I'm sure. Yeah. Still got that handcuff on. Yep. Oh. He's going to pawn that later. To buy a gun to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Is that your crackpot theory of the week? It is. <laughs> no, it sounds like it. <laughs> like, what? But then the guy won't work, because the island won't let him die. It won't let him die. Won't, it won't be done with him. <laughs> <laughs> she got guilted into it. She yep. was like, 
Oh god, he was in the trouble making tea fine. Yeah. Don't drink it. <laughs> I'm Australian, honey. Our names don't mean shit. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Send your hate mail to justin at gmail.com. Running. I mean, there's like five plot lines going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is crazy. <laughs> Look, it's a baby. Wow, that, oh, that really worked. <laughs> that really worked. That was a great trap. <laughs> you thought she was just gonna like leave it there? <laughs> Come on, Charlie. <laughs> He's like. Hey, look, Russo went to pee. She left the baby <laughs> sitting here. Quick, before she comes back. Like, what did he think was going on? kidnapping it. It's, oh, man. Yeah, she gets tired of holding him. Look, he's just sitting here. <laughs> she rethought, she, she reconsidered her actions and left him here. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't put a baby doll there. Yeah, if she had one, she would have. Yeah, you're right. It was improvised. Yeah. Oh, Saeed. Oh, man, here it comes. Is this even necessary? Like, is he overreacting? I'm just wondering, like, if if he just, like, (laughs) you know, gives it a, you know, a little bit of time, it'll be fine. It was Saeed's diagnosis that it was bleeding too much. So, like, it's not even that much blood, like, coming out. <laughs> I think he might just, he's like, I always wanted to try this. <laughs> they, they wouldn't let me do it in the Republican Guard, but I always wanted to try this. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if that was necessary. <laughs> time I burned your head with <laughs> gunpowder. Oh, I thought it was going to be the numbers, but the clock doesn't work. <laughs> He's cursed. Curses! Wait, what happened? What did that shot mean? The The... the the power blew out. Like, he had too much plugged in or something. Uh, Somehow the, okay. the socket burnt out. Right. So all his devices were out. So it wasn't the whole building that the power was out in. It was just his room. Right, right. Although he should have had a wake-up call, but maybe the phone didn't work. Yeah. Although the power going out usually didn't make the phone go out. Yeah. But whatever. Maybe he just didn't have a wake-up call. But if he did, I guess they could just say they forgot it or something because mm-hmm. of the curse although it works out anyway I mean it's a pain in the ass but like he makes it yeah there goes my plane That's your plane Hurley catch it <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not too late to catch it, man. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird shot. Like, I, I totally believed that this was the numbers causing all this. Mm-hmm. I feel so foolish. Now just well, why else like, do you have so much bad luck? It happens. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's a Monday. Unless it's Jacob. Although I don't know why Jacob would just cause him a bunch of problems. I mean, you know, the one way to look at it is he's just being tested, right? What is he willing to go through to, for some of this stuff? Oh, yeah, you know? that's true. Like, everything is like, okay, now here's another reason not to get on the plane. Yeah. Now i got to buy two tickets. What are you going to do about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Calling someone dear always sounds condescending. Mm-hmm. Unless they're an actual deer. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, English. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. Be nice if there was a down escalator. Yeah, right. What is this music? Yeah, it's a little weird. Almost Zydeco. Yeah. What what we're doing with this music. (laughs) Like accordion and harmonica. Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. This guy. Oh, man. And that's cool because he's dead. <laughs> he's already blown up, so it's cool to be like, oh, now we get to see him again. Yeah, totally. They they love that. <laughs> yeah, you need 500 bucks. You just had a pit replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism. Buy a new hip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much does a new hip cost? Here. Now you're in place the other one. <laughs> Why did you want to get on this plane so bad? I mean, did they give us any, like, re- reason? Uh... I think he's missing a suitcase, or or did he check it or something? Cause oh, he had two I, I suitcases. thought he, he might have checked it at that first counter. I love that he just puts the thing in the machine. He's like, I can do this part. <laughs> you know, it's not anything special to scan that ticket. <laughs> Jenna? Yikes. You're judgmental of all these Australian <laughs> names. Like, Jenna, really? I don't buy it. What are you hiding, Jenna? Here, hug me. I'm sweaty. That's a security violation, sir. I'm going to write yeah. you up. 
Gate 23. Uh-oh. He's repeating the numbers. Why is he doing that? Is, is he, like, trying hell? to call Bloody Mary or something? Like, that's, <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to do that with something that's evil. Yeah, you're not supposed to say bad. his name. <laughs> like, bringing forth the power of the numbers or something. <laughs> Uh-oh. 23. Oh God, I wish the numbers meant something. Yeah, I know. Man, that would have been great. <sighs> I know. I forgot, like, they actually have people openly acknowledge that the numbers come up in their lives. Because what what number was Kate at the end with the candidate numbers? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, she wasn't one of the numbers. That was the thing. She was crossed that was off. A... She was like 51 or something. That's right. That's right. He's trying to have a meeting. <laughs> He was afraid, though. And there's something weird about that whole thing. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to think about that. So maybe he he just was afraid, even though he didn't think it would hurt him. I don't know. It's weird. He was afraid of getting caught, and then when he got caught, he realized that it wasn't going to kill him. Maybe. Yeah. By Jacob. <laughs> to prove the point about humanity. And 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 Jack, I was paralyzed from the waist down before I got here. And when I crashed here, I could no, walk again. He can't, he can't say that. That'd be too convincing. <laughs> I just, I feel like Jack would buy into that more than this yeah. mumbo jumbo about the island brought us here and it chose us. And it's like, what? Yeah. Uh oh. Mm. Actually, yes, I did. Ouch! <laughs> man, I mean that's just that's that's what a crazy man sounds like. It really know? is. It, like he just he just doesn't seem credible at all. Because he like, he did, he technically divined that himself. Like yeah. you know that's just his interpretation of the events. Totally. Like, this and, makes it seem like he's become some crazy island zealot who's, like, yeah, worshipping yeah. the island and thinking it's demanding sacrifices and and it has plans mm-hmm. for all of them. Like, yeah. And and it's totally in his head. It's totally not true. There's it's people, based on something. It is based on something, but it's, it's, yes. it's misinterpreted. Yeah. There's people who have plans for him, people on the island, but the island isn't anything. The island is just a thing. Yeah. Why I oughta. <laughs> and and that's you know, that's the kind of scene that they tried to pay off at the end, I think. Mhm. Jack finally uh believing in destiny.
Too bad Lockwood's Destiny, around. Destiny is just a man who has the power to control your life. <laughs> I think that's 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 really what they say by the end of the show. Child abuse is okay in the South. Oh, he's got two choices. Wow. <laughs> That's it. Those are the two. Michael's kind of close, really. The cho- Sawyer's choices are you're a hero or you're a villain. Yeah. But, uh... They always, everyone's always trying to reduce everyone else down to something. Totally. It's a shark. It's a Dharma shark. <laughs> Oh, I wish it were true. You're going to need a bigger raft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. They go out on that. Lockhart looks so pathetic in that wheelchair. Yeah, he really plays it up. Oh, there's Jenna again. That won't be too humiliating. Wait a minute. Did he just call her Michelle? (laughs) Maybe she did lie about her name. (laughs) I I missed what he said. I think he called her Michelle. Uh, yeah, huh, I missed it. And that was totally the same lady that was talking to Hurley. Well, her name tag said Jenna. Wow. Maybe she's Jenna Michelle. I thought he said something to Locke about it, but I don't I don't know what the line was. I missed it. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe the subtitles got it wrong. They said Michelle. Oh, you saw the subtitles? Yeah. Well, see, I can't even pick something up off the ground. You can't even pick it up. I mean, it's, you know. That really sucks. It's sad. It's sad. But look at him now. He's not, Now he's a crazy man. Do mm-hmm. whatever he wants. I'm going to blow this up. I don't care how cursed it is. Don't tell him what he can't blow up. <laughs> It's like, well, I hope the others didn't kill our friends at the beach yet. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) Well, they're all at the caves now. 
Well, yeah, they could have all died by now. They have no idea. Early act like he doesn't want to blow up. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Is <laughs> <laughs> it, Jack? Me? He's <laughs> like, why am I involved? Yeah, every, yeah. Every time, every time somebody calls, tells him to do what to do, it's like, who me? I have to do. I just want to stand here in a safe distance. Not like I can do anything. And if they really just knock really hard, Desmond would just let them in. I know. If really, if they could just find that other door, it would be a lot simpler. Yeah. They wouldn't have to blow anything up. Now it's night. Mm-hmm. Everything is uh, coming to a head. The others can fly. <laughs> I remember that. The others don't leave footprints. That's a weird thing. Uh-huh. Like, why, why are there no footprints if Rousseau lit it? Like, she, she leaves mm-hmm. footprints, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, he's not looking for one track. He's looking for a whole bunch. Yeah. Danielle, is that you crying? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No need to whine. Just bring the baby out. <laughs> I'm his mother now. <laughs> this is Alex, too. A boy this time. That's the whole thing. We talk, I remember talking about this in the original run of the podcast. Like, you know, this idea that she thought if she just recreated the circumstances of when her baby was taken, that they would come back with Alex. You yeah. Know? Not that they would just come back, but she wants, you know, she doesn't just want to give Aaron up. She wants her baby back. So she's yeah. making like two to three steps and leaps of logic here. And then on top of that, she, she you know, supposedly lit this fire herself. Right, so. yeah. That makes her really insane. Yeah. Like, she buys into her own fantasies. Yeah, whatever version of reality she can muster, she'll she'll believe in. Yeah. And it's weird, because I never thought she was that crazy, but, like, that makes mm-hmm. her seem really crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like she's at her wit's end, and she's like, well, I haven't tried this, you know? There's yeah. a baby here, so maybe I'll light the fire, I'll have a baby, and then magically I'll time travel and, re, you know, be able to stop what, you know, what's tormenting me from happening. That's what she wants. Yeah. You know, she really wants to just go back in time and stop it from happening. Which is tragic, you know. Technically speaking, she could have told Jen to like, you know, stick around and save her from uh from Ben taking her baby or something. Well yeah. That would have been, been crazy. 
Yeah, like, you're right, actually. <laughs> if she, oh, my God, yeah. The original reset. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that thing right there where she says the other said they were coming for the boy, you know, that's that's foreshadowing what's going to happen for Walt. But, yeah. you know, she hears the whispers. So, once again, like, it feels like the whispers are the others at this point. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, but that, I mean, and if it's the others that she heard whispering, then it's just to say that they were in the jungle talking about getting wall, but that makes no sense. Yeah. They should be, like, nowhere near where Rousseau is. Right, You know. right. And why would they be talking about that as they're walking through the jungle? Like, yep, we're going to get, we're going to get the boy. But, you know, it's true, so it lends validity to what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. I want to check and see if there's any numbers on this thing. Well, what about back where? <laughs> yeah, be more specific, Kate. A lot's going on. Jack's like, I've made like 200 decisions in the last five minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Will do then. Uh oh. We're gonna have a lock problem. <laughs> and nothing gets lock out. <laughs> I remember you're thinking that was a really big deal, but they just bicker all next season. That's all. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. I thought it was going to be some big, like, crazy confrontation. Mm-hmm. Now this right here. Oops. <laughs> that was the curse that tripped you. It was. Hello, Harley. Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> we are <Yeah>. your friends. <laughs> You were chanting us earlier. They really should start talking. <laughs> he should, like, hear them taunting him. That'd be great. Now, this moment right here, this is yeah. where I started to not fully like Locke anymore. No, this is it. This is when he shows what side he's really on, how selfish he really is. Yeah. Like, yeah, now he's a devotee of... This is the, his best chance of figuring out why he's alive. Yeah. Yeah, and and just just to brazenly ignore, like, not just even wait for a second to see what Hurley's talking about. Yeah. Like, it just bothered me. It just made him seem really, like, foolish and, like, really, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I just didn't trust him anymore. 
Yeah. I'm like, if he's going to do something like that, like, I don't know what else he's going to do later. Exactly, yeah. Whereas so far I've thought, oh, he's, you know, he's got his head on straight. He knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. I can I can count on him to do the right thing. Yeah. Even if it, even if he does it in a different way, you wouldn't agree with, like, yeah, you can count on him to do the right thing. But now it's like, he's going to do his thing. Yeah, exactly. It's about him. He's He's not really worried about other people's craziness. That's a good thing, Walt. You don't want to find it, guys. You don't want to find it. It really sucks that you're fighting over this. Mm-hmm. Jim's like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but... Jim's like, someone answer that phone. <laughs> <laughs> And then the others must be like, these stupid I know. Men, you know, they we, lead us right to them. We really lucked out with this crew. We don't have to find mm-hmm. them. Oh, we missed it. Oh, well, now we're going to die. Oh, it's back. <laughs> yep. Here he comes. Wow, they just got rescued. Everything's going to be okay now. Mm-hmm. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Uh, probably the U.S. Coast Guard. I hope so. Or maybe just mm-hmm. some pirates. <laughs> Friendly pirates. Captain Jack Sparrow? Yeah, for for example. <laughs> the friendly pirate. They have a flashlight. They must be <laughs> rescue workers. Like, I love the music, man. They totally fake yeah. you out with this. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Come on over, guys. Come on, we're totally defenseless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine the others are just like, wow. Yeah. They're happy to see us. I mean, Tom can probably, like, barely keep a straight face. I know. He's like, and action. <laughs> Is that Colleen in the background? <laughs> Was that Colleen in the boat? <laughs> Man, Tom looks so different from how he looks later. Oh, that's is that a man in the back you tell? I don't know who what that is. Uh oh. Say what? Think of where? To safety? Yeah, us too. <laughs> We're all going. It's a you're rescuing us. What happened? Yeah, that's a theater light. That's like a film set light they have. Yeah. I didn't. I never realized that. I mean, maybe boat lights might look like that, but that looks totally like a prop light. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's just what they used. Mm-hmm. 
Sawyer's got a gun. Save us all, Sawyer. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, your boy's going too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Colleen. Yeah, I think that was Colleen. (laughs) All that hard work. I'll get you back in season two. (laughs) (laughs) They could have lost it there. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. See what we got. We got a little montage. A little sentimental montage. Other things are going okay. Yeah, this is happiness. We got the baby back. That's, That's cool. Don't worry, some crazy lady took him. Mm-hmm. She probably won't try it again, because obviously her logic was flawed. Yeah, she sees the error of her ways now. What's everyone so happy about over here? <laughs> <laughs> Who got the happy circle? Gunpowder on a man's face, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) You won't believe the day I had. (laughs) It was it was it was amazing. Oh, he's gonna pray later. (laughs) Oh man, that is not a good subplot they're throwing in there. No. Not a fan, not a fan. Oh, back on the plane. Here we go. Here we go. This this they totally mirror this in season six with them getting off the plane in slow motion. Yeah. Like it's it's weird how 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 much impact they get out of like people finding their seats on a plane. Yeah, it's like a really mundane thing happening but they put yeah. it in slow motion and they put this music on and somehow it well, seems so like this this whole idea though of i think what they're capitalizing on this whole idea of plane travel when you get on a flight i mean there's the, you know destiny is totally built into that whole idea right from just the idea of the plane getting to its destination to who you're sitting with to all these little things about you know like uh what you know what Every, you know, everyone has a different path, and it's all converging, you know. And so I, I think that's what you get out of this, you know. Uh, if it was, you know, them, you know, all in some other situation, I think it'd be less, uh, you know, less impactful, I think. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. You know, because there's a sense of faith when you get on an airplane, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know... 
have no idea. Too bad he didn't know, you know, his soulmate was a couple <laughs> seats in first, you know, in front of him. Oh, Boone! Oh, oh he's wow. not dead right now. Yep. I'm back, Shannon. I'm back, Shannon, but only in the past. <laughs> this plane's going down, kid. <laughs> That's what thumbs up means. Yeah. He's like, our plan's going to work. We're going to land on that <laughs> island. Like, who's that guy? Where'd that guy go sitting next to Hurley? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he should be on the island or something. Yeah, you're right. You know, I never really thought about that. But when they show these scenes, all these people should be red shirts. Yeah, totally. And I I mean, Maybe think... he's somebody who gets sucked out of the plane, but most of them do make it. Oh, here's the answer about the comic book, however much yeah. that mattered. Not at all. Yeah. But I like how they just sneak that in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like a man of faith. You like a man of science. Give me that. Give me that torch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I get to see first. Me, me, me. <laughs> Man, I guess Desmond's awake now. I hope so. <laughs> Who's that blasted outside my door? <laughs> Wow, here we go. This is it. Point of no return. Once you open this, there's no turning back. No. Locke is stealing his doom right now. Yep. Smoke Monster's going to remind you about this later. One of the first big great shots on Lost. Yep. It's cool. It's cool. They don't tell you that much, and yet they tell you a little yeah. bit. They tell you enough nice. to make you care. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good ending. All right. That makes up for part one. So, uh, in the, as in our original podcast about this episode, let's talk for six hours. <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> There's not that many mysteries, right, at this point? Yeah. We can really explain everything that's going on in this episode. For the most part, I would say the only thing that's kind of, un well, there there is some messiness with the Rousseau story. Not that that really matters much. Um yeah, I, I think I, I feel like they. But we know the whole story. <laughs> true, but I, it's sort of tied in with messiness with the others and the whispers, and so it's a, there's a whole like there's a whole whatever you call it, uh, you know, salad, salad. I don't know what the word I want to say. Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> Ca- 
casserole. I don't know, a mixture uh, of, of of things that are that are making that a problem. I think the other thing. Uh, so you you sort of threw this out, and and I accepted it. Like the idea that uh, you know uh, the the reason why the smoke monster was dragging Locke down there is he just he just wanted to like talk to him or something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I still feel like there's I still feel like the show owed us an explanation for that. Yeah. You know, and and we never really well, get it. I forgot what they say. Doesn't Locke address that question to him though? Or am I making that up? Like I did, did don't we come back to that of Locke saying about the fact he it wasn't gonna kill him like in season five or something? Or make am I making that up? Uh I mean I mean, just now in the episode, Locke says he doesn't think it was going to kill him, and he thinks he's being tested. But, you know, I mean, that's just his interpretation. Yeah, but I thought later, like, he makes some comment about his early experience with it, but I am i can't i can't think of what I'm talking about. But I don't yeah, think uh, so, but I, 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 maybe I'm forgetting. Um... Yeah, I mean, what was weird is the smoke monster starts, co- you know, coming out. Everybody runs, but Locke. Locke is curious, which seems to make okay. He doesn't think it's gonna hurt him. Right. He's not scared of it. Then he then then he sees it. It kind of uh, pushes him down, and then he gets scared of it and runs. And then it chases him, and then it pulls him. And as it pulls him, then he goes, "Oh wait, no, it, it's not gonna hurt me." Um, so I don't, you know, he sort of flip flops, but um. I guess the idea is he just got scared, or you know, once once it grabbed him and it didn't immediately smash him, he realized, oh, it's not trying to kill me; it's just trying to corner me so it can talk to me or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, I just... yeah, and I can't. I mean, that's obviously my opinion from hindsight. I can't say that that's exactly what they were thinking when they wrote that scene, but yeah, that's a different question. But really, yeah. really, what I'm asking for, I mean, so that's. I could ask that question, but what I'm asking for is the retcon answer. Like, how are we, in light of what we know, to interpret that scene now? Yeah, you know? which is, which is, I think it just wanted to talk to him, and it was going to maybe say, hey, you know, maybe he's, you know, wants to get him on the path to be leader of the others sooner or something. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah, and I guess it's the kind of thing that like there's no easy way to reveal that. Um, yeah, because it it's so it's so much about it's about Locke, and once he's dead, you know. Yeah, Locke would have to talk to the smoke monsters and know that. Yeah, yeah. He has to talk to Man in Black, which doesn't happen. Right, but maybe I don't know. Maybe Christian could have brought it up. I don't know. I guess that would have been weird, but I I just I would have liked some kind of. Some kind of further comment on what the point of that scene is, because as it stands now, like, you know, I mean, I think your answer makes the most sense, but like, it kind of feels like, you know, just like an excuse to have an attack and get some suspense, and you know, like, there's not really, it doesn't seem like there's really anything significant going on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a character thing. It shows Locke is, you know, he's the only person willing to go with this thing. He's, you know, like he, he's got this, you know, counterintuitive idea. So it shows, you know, what we were talking about before about uh, how how bought in he is into the idea of the island. And stuff. I guess I like that idea that he he trusts the smoke monster and he he thinks that it, you know, represents the island in some way. Mm-hmm. Um 
I, I, I just, I wish that point had been hammered home a little bit more. Yeah. You know, uh, cause it just, I don't know. It feels like he, he wondered about it from afar, but it, it just doesn't feel like he, I, I wanted, I wanted that connection to be made. I wanted some kind of, you know, I wanted an open meeting with him and the Silk Monster. Well, he had a lot of meetings. It was just with Christian. I know. You know, the smoke, you know, Smokey asked Christian. And I just wish he could have. I mean, it would have been weird, but I wish he could have said, "I'm the smoke monster." You know, I've been watching you, and you know, I tested you, and you know, I just, I kind of wish like he could have said that stuff. I know that might have given away some of the plot a little too early, but yeah, you know, I just wish there was a way to like make this a part of the story more. Yeah. But uh yeah, the a lot of great storylines all happening at once, you know, classic lost finale, just a ton of stuff going on. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. Like like the only real thing that gets resolved is the Aaron Rousseau story. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 managed to accomplish that, but like everything else is left hanging. Yeah, there's a lot to come back to. For and you know, I always loved that feeling about Lost Finale. It's like, like there there was nothing quite like the disorder and chaos that would remain after one was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't wrap it up, and like, oh, end the season, uh, we're gonna wrap everything up, and all nice and like, they yeah, always, they always had cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you know, like True Blood or something, where they they always like tie it up so much that like it ends up feeling kind of, I don't know, boring or something. Like they leave mm-hmm. you with stuff to think about or worry about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Walt, who's just been taken. You got the hatch, which has just been opened. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knows? I mean, Russo's kind of wrapped up, but she, who knows what she's going to do next. Um, yeah, there, there, there is a little mystery there. Like, how, you know, what was that flashback of Claire scratching her arms? Mm-hmm. So there, there is still something more to be said about her, like, that they, that they didn't resolve. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have we know what the smoke monster looks like. That's true. You know. That was definitely a reveal. That's because um, that's not when I heard those sounds. That's not what I pictured. No. Because like a cloud of smoke, I, like I just I don't understand why it has chains in it and. Mm-hmm. Cranks and gears. Yeah. Like pulleys and whistles and. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I know, like, a lot of people, well, okay, I don't know. I, I, I haven't taken a survey. But I've often heard it said that, uh, you know, that they should have explained why the Swung Monster made those sounds. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually something I don't mind. Like, I can live with, it's this weird creature. I mean, they made it up. Like, they made up the idea of this smoke monster yeah. from scratch. I'm willing to live with, it just makes cranking sounds sometimes. Yeah, I feel like it's going <clears> to <throat> sound like something. Yeah, like, I don't feel like they need to actually tell me, why does it make cranking sounds, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know, That that's the kind of thing where it's just, 
you know, it's in the way they're depicting this creature that they've made up, and uh, you know, it. it, it yeah, if they're gonna tell us why it makes cranking, why it makes the sounds, they gotta tell us why it looks like what it looks like. Right. You know? They gotta explain the optics of what it's made of and why it looks like that. You know, because I feel yeah. like. Yeah, it sounds like what it sounds like. We think it sounds like a cranking sound because that's what we're familiar with. But it's really, you know, it's just, you know, we can only process it through the sounds we are, you know, we know from other instances. You know, that's why we consider that a cranking sound because we've heard that in cranking things. Right, right, you know, other things can make that sound that's not a crank. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and I I guess yeah, I just I didn't really need um, to hear that like yeah. spelled out. Now it would have been nice if there was a easy answer like that, you know, but um but since the reveal is that it's just a supernatural entity, it wasn't a it's not a machine, you know. Right. Yeah, I guess that that's the other thing I've heard a lot. Like people wanted to be able to like infer stuff about the monster from the noises that it makes. Yeah, exactly. And you really can't do that. Like the noises don't really tell you anything about it. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, like, to me it works, like, it, there's something, you know, it, it, it's effective. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't mind that, I guess. It, even though, like, I, what I would like is, like, a general explanation, you know, I mean, it's, they're not going to be able to give a technical one, because it's a supernatural thing, but I would like some general explanation for what it is. It's evil incarnate. I feel like they dropped the ball on that. I know, I know. How but much like, more general really? can you be? <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, uh, yes, but like, so... Uh, right. Uh. <laughs> so there's evil in the cave. Like, why is the evil in the cave? What's the connection between the evil and the light? I mean, I know, like, it's getting too whatever, too detailed to, like really address some of those things, but I just, I don't know. You're, you're five seasons early asking these questions. There was, there was just, there was something wrong about, like, it's the, it's the light that's inside every man, and we have to protect it, otherwise it'll go out everywhere, and, and it's beautiful and warm, and, but if you go in there, you turn into evil incarnate, like, mm-hmm. I just don't really understand that, like, it just, it just doesn't fit to me. Like, it seems like there should have been a dark cave or something with darkness Listen, inside it. That what should have happened was both Jacob and the man in black should have fallen in there, and man in black comes out evil, and Jacob comes out good, and that's what uh, it should have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and just do a, a strict dichotomy of good and evil and just have it, you know, whatever was down there, Jacob was more good, so he got the more good version, and then, you know, Man in Black was more evil, so he got the evil version. And, and you know, just leave it like that. I mean, that would have been less of a hassle. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that would work. Um, I, I, I still, yeah. I mean, then, then it would be like, it's, you know, it's the light inside every man, so it contains good and evil or something. But, mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, that's good enough. Because Mother says it's both, it's everything down there, you know. Right. So it makes sense that there's evil down there, but it, there should also be good down there, too, so... Yeah, you know. you're right. She does say it's 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 life and death and so on. But like, I just feel like the way it looks and the way it's described makes it seem, you know, makes it seem more good. Mm-hmm. 
And well, it, and you know, that's because we have very that, we have very rudimentary expressions of good and evil. You know, good is light and glowing and warm, and yeah. evil is dark and cold. I mean, that's you know, it's it, we don't have very good visual vocabulary for for those things. So, so when they want to show an energy vortex hidden with a cork, I mean, there are only two ways to show that: either something dark energy or light energy, and you know, they they went with the light version. Yeah, yeah. But, but but I mean, but that but the question becomes: Okay, does it mean that he took the evil with him when he left, or you know, I mean, they don't. The whole point of this right is to say that they don't explain what he is. Like right. they don't explain what the smoke monster is. Is it is it that he got turned evil and now he looks like a smoke monster, or is it that he is the evil that was down there and it transferred to him and is no longer there anymore? I mean, like. You can't answer those questions. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's that, that's sort of what I wanted to hear. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're drawing on, you know, the inferences we make about what things are like. And it just, it just I mean, it's not that they're not allowed to write, a, you know, a, a beautiful glowing cave that contains evil incarnate. I mean, they can write that if they want. It just strikes me as a weird mixture of, like, ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. They're like it just doesn't quite well, work for but me. Yeah, how do you sh- how do you visually show the gamut of both good and evil? Yeah, I I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, and so that's the problem when you say some place has that, and someone's gonna go look at what that looks like. I don't know how do you sh- how do you show that besides something glowing? You know, I mean, like again, talk about rudimentary visualizations. I mean, energy as itself, we only really have a couple ways to really show what that looks like. You know, uh, so it's it, you know when you get abstract like that, you you know, they're gonna show this thing that's not very defined, and then if they never talk about it specifically, you know, you're left with all these questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, um, I mean, maybe... I mean, that's what Daniel, that's what Daniel should have wanted to see, right? Like, as a scientist, mm-hmm. he could have, like, done some experiments down there. Yeah, totally. Or Dharma, in general. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, uh, I mean, it, you know, it seems, I think they pretty much directly say that, like, the, you know, the donkey wheel was, was harnessing the, uh, you know, the, the cave power and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were studying some some offshoot of it, I guess. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I, how he knew how to build that, we'll never know. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, although yeah, so I maybe I'm just saying, maybe I'm just saying like I, I um, I. What are you just saying? Maybe I'm just saying I don't like the idea of the cave. Like I, I feel like it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the mixture of ideas they wanted to have the cave represent just doesn't quite work. Maybe it's just a combination of the visual versus what they say that's that's not working for me. But I don't know that you know they played this like. Music, and I don't know, it's all about atmosphere, but I feel like they know, you know, when they show stuff, like they know how that'll be interpreted. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, what about that? Like, you don't think it it's interpreted, you don't, 
I mean, what do you think their interpretation is supposed to be? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, the imagery is confusing. Yeah. Like, well, it, I it, that. it's it's not, um, and and not in a good way. <laughs> like, it, it, it feels like, it feels like a mismatch. Like, they just wanted to, you know, like, almost like the cave is a MacGuffin. Like, it, 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 it has whatever they want in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not a consistent thing. It's, it's whatever they need it to be. Yeah, well, that's the whole show, right? I mean, like, they always do that. They always end up with that kind of explanation where it's just the most convenient thing. Right, but I guess it just uh, bothers me more because it's ostensibly, like, you know, the source of the island's mm-hmm. power. It probably isn't. It probably isn't the source of the island's power. That's just what they thought it was, you know? That's just what they... You know what I mean? Like, that's really the trend of the show, right? Like... That's just what the Losties figured the island source was, but they were wrong. There's another one somewhere that's just as important or more important or, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, there's, there's always that explanation. Yeah, I, I don't find that any more satisfying, but I, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's just when you decide that your ultimate answer is going to be a light cave, um... You know, I mean, they're already trying to juxtapose two things there, right? You know, because the cave is usually something that's dark, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so they're putting light in it, and that's a light cave. So I think they're already trying to do the good and evil thing there. Um, but the problem is just the visual optics of, you know, when there is light, there is no darkness. <laughs> and so both the idea of showing us those two, th- you know, motions or whatever, thematically good and evil versus you know, our visual description of that in terms of light and darkness, you're, you're just going to have a problem to have them both in the same room. Right. Uh, just they're mutually exclusive. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, you know, then it, then it, you know, then it wasn't really about that anyway during the scenes. It was really about the, the Jack stopping it or Desmond thinking he's going to move on or all that other stuff too, so... Yes, yes, yes. I just, I don't know. You know, it's the origin of the smoke monster, and like I said, I mean, as far as what the show says, it's 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 the source of, it, of all the strangeness on the island. So, I, I don't know. I just want I just want it to make a little more sense in my brain. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think you're right. There, you know, there's also like like a, a sort of spinoff from from the issue I'm having is like, yeah, exactly. Did 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 he take all the evil with him? I like I wish they had said that. I mean, everyone's talking about why he can't leave or that he can't leave, but why couldn't they include a few lines about why? Mm-hmm. You know, like he, you know, there that that, you know, that cave was keeping the evil trapped, but when he went down there, it escaped and and, you know, uh fused with his consciousness and now if it gets off, it'll spread, you know. It's the, Well, knew- Jacob Jacob is the only person who could have made such a statement and he never did. He just went to into believing that, you know, you know, the I I don't know. I mean, that's that was that was up to Jacob to make that assessment cuz he was the only one who saw the transformation. So you know, he would have had to say, oh, well, now my brother took all the evil with him that was down there, and now he can't leave. And so, I mean, they did skip forward and go, okay, well, he can't leave now. 
Right. Uh, well, and but, I, as I said that, I'm like, well, Jacob almost said that. I mean, he, you know, he tells Richard the island is the core keeping the evil uh, yeah. contained. He just never told Man in Black that he was evil. He never right. said like, "Hey, man, you can, you know you can't leave because because that because you know they they can't have him say that because it they're trying to give Man in Black a good motivation for you, you know they're trying to justify his motivation too. So if he's like, "Hey, I'm going to leave the island," and Jacob's like, "No, you're not," and then Man Black's, "Well, you know, I'll kill you then." And then Jacob's like, but I'm only keeping you here because you're evil, and if you leave, the world's going to end. Then, you know, Man in Black doesn't have a strong case. Right. <laughs> you know, so they kind of skip over that part, which I think is to their detriment, you know. Yeah, I agree. It just, it seems, well, and, and he also doesn't tell Richard. Like, he says that's what the island does, and then at the end he gives the Man in Black the wine bottle with the evil in it, the Man in Black breaks it. I mean, all the connections are there, at least like in a metaphorical way, but mm-hmm. he doesn't tell Richard, that man who told you to come kill me, he is the evil, <laughs> you yeah. know? And that that's what I'm missing. I'm missing like the, the connection because the way he made it sound like it, you know, there's this guy out there who wants to leave, blah, 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 but that's a separate issue. The reason this island's here is to contain evil. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like he didn't believe it, but he acted like he, he, you know, his actions mirrored that. But he didn't seem like he believed it. You know, again, it's in that category of things they didn't quite convince us was true. You know, all of that leaving the island and pressing the button stuff and ending the world stuff. They all falls in that category of them like half-assing their explanations of it and may, and not really convincing us that it's it is legitimate. Yeah. You know, by like, you know, not having any credible character say it or, right. you know. Right, right. But it it seems to me like, so I, I guess I understand why they didn't have anyone say it to Man in Black, although I think that's bad. I mean, I, I, I would have enjoyed it more if they had someone actually address it to him. Uh, I, I think Jacob at the least should have, should have addressed it to him since he's the one keeping mm-hmm. him trapped there. Yeah. Um, you know, I it's I don't know. He even says, Why won't you let me leave? But he's just like, I'm just not I'm not gonna do it. It's like, well, okay. But Yeah, he that was his opportunity to be like, Well, because you're a smoke monster. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's weird. Like and it just it makes it seem so unjust and yet, you know, with with his other hand, he's But you see know, the problem of course is he's he's he didn't want him to leave even before he was a smoke monster. You know, so that's that's part of the problem of this whole thing is that's coming from their childhood of this idea they're not supposed to leave. So that was already there. So then they muddle it up by having him be this evil, potentially be the evil that's trapped that the island is trapping. And you go, oh, okay, they're the same thing then, right? But it's not necessarily the same thing, right? You know, it just so happens that this evil is now on the man who wasn't supposed to leave. But <laughs> there, you know, it just it's a coincidence, yeah. you know? Because yeah. cause even if even if he never became a smoke monster, he still wasn't ever supposed to leave. You know, right. Jacob still would be wanting to keep him there. So it's just like that. You know, and maybe that's why Jacob never says, "I'm keeping you here because you're a smoke monster." Because that's that was an extra reason why. You know, but at the same time, it is important not to let the evil leave. So I mean, it's just muddled. It's a very muddled. They they want to have like both things be true, and uh, and and then neither at certain points. And it's just a weird. You know, it's a weird part of the story. I, I really think that's one of the areas they didn't do very well is 
is the founders of the island, you know, the man in black and Jacob yeah. and, yeah. and and mother. Like that it, it's really not great, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just think very like consistent. They, yeah, the I don't know the way they write the episode is a problem. It, it's also, I mean, it's pretty fast. It's pretty rushed, and I feel like there, I feel like there was more to say about that relationship, and and you know the way they wanted it to end with, uh, with him throwing the smoke, throwing the man in black in there, and then the smoke monster comes out, and then and then he you know puts the bodies together, and it's Adam and Eve. You know they wanted to end on that note, but it's sort of it allows him to hide the issue of like what he made and what that means, mm-hmm. you know, because it's about, Oh, like, you know, I killed my brother. Yeah. Even yeah. Though he kind of didn't, but like, I just feel like there's, you know, there's scenes there where, you know, he sees his brother. Weird, right? Like, and, like, like we got this whole thing of man and bike being evil, but Jacob's the one who killed his brother, you know, <laughs> like, you know, so it's like they, this whole dichotomy of good and evil just doesn't work from the get go yeah. of how they're painting these characters because they're trying to humanize them. If you humanize them, then they're less abstract and they're not going to fit the, this model that they're trying to make them fit because they're, they have more variables in them. They're not, you know, Jacob is doing stuff that his mom told him to do. You know, he's not just doing stuff in his own free will sometimes, you know. And Man in Black has these, like, very reasonable goals that he wants that aren't evil, you know, sometimes. He just wants to be free, you know. And you, you so you can't think of him as evil incarnate when he just wants to be free, like any conscious being. So they, you know, by, by giving him the, all of these, you know humanistic details they they make these sort of deities less abstract and less you know so you can't draw those parallels to say right. so when you say okay well how do these two characters relate to the good and evil in the light cave well it's very complicated because right. they're, that they're they're people too yeah 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 and i you know i think i can live with that if if they get some of the other details better um, yeah. Like I, I don't sort of mind them having sort of human qualities and not being as simply good and evil as possible, but like I, I still feel like they sort of mangled that presentation. And you know, like so Jacob kills him out of revenge. I mean, I mean he killed his mother. Like I, I don't know that you know that's not that's not the most evil killing you could do. Mm-hmm. You know, so it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but I mean, it was revenge, and he did like you know damn his brother for eternity. So, mm-hmm. so I guess you know I, I guess uh, yeah, but yeah, Jacob never really paid a price for that, you know. Like any, and I guess he felt guilty, but he didn't. That wasn't what drove him by any means. And like he he went so far as to just imprison the brother that he killed, you know, for the for all eternity. So it's like you know there you know you you can't really take a standpoint or perspective on him and go, okay, he's this kind of character because it just keeps flip-flopping depending on what, what part of the story they're telling. Right, right. I Yeah, I just, I sort of want that scene where he, you know, where he realizes that his brother's evil and he's going to have to keep him trapped. And I, I guess, mm-hmm. like, if he says that to him, then the story's kind of weird because then the man in black's going to be like, well, you know... <laughs> He's going to understand why he can't leave. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Well, you know, he can, it's fine for him to hear that he's evil. He can he can not believe it. You know, he can say no, I'm not. You know, he can say, well, I'll prove you wrong. I'm gonna leave anyway. I mean, I feel like you can have you can do both, but um, you know, I th- but the problem becomes the audience for the audience. You you know, you're less you you're on his side a bit less because um you know because he's evil and he's it's you know he has to acknowledge it so you under you see that his you know his imprisonment is justified you know and so you know this idea that you you want to invest in him getting off is a bit less but i feel like that's that's a better way to go you know yeah. if you want to have if you want to have your villain be evil incarnate you know i guess another thing i'd like is to get a sense that um that the evil is driving him now. That's like telling. That's like Batman telling the Joker you're evil, and then the Joker saying, "Oh, what? I'm evil. Oh, okay. Well, I'll stop doing bad things." Like you know, it's not going to happen, you know. But right. he can still acknowledge that he's evil and be like, "Yeah, I know. I'm crazy. I like it." You know? Yeah, uh, but that's sort of what I want because the way it plays now, it seems like it seems like he's justified. You know, mm-hmm. it seems like. You know, he only wants it. He only wants it for sort of good reasons. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to infect the world with darkness or whatever. You know, like he yeah. never said he wanted to do that. But like the evil inside him might want to do that. You know. Yeah. And if there was a sense and that, that would have been an interesting thing to play out, right? This idea that he's being controlled by some unconscious force, and that he doesn't even know necessarily maybe some of the things he's doing or. Or what's happening around him, and it's not till later that he realizes, oh shit, I am evil incarnate. Like, I killed all those Zero passengers yeah. and didn't even realize it. Or, yeah. you know, I, I'm, do, you know, this thing is taking over me. You know, like that could have been an interesting internal thing to have to play yeah, out. Yeah, and it know. still humanizes him. But yeah. like, it, it, it well, allows you know, for... while he's still trying to escape, but he realizes, yeah. oh no, what if I leave and something does happen? Like, right. But at least you know, I mean, he can still be conflicted about it while not giving up his goal. Yeah. You know, and then I just feel like that, you know, that makes the story like tie together better because then, you know, there's both like an acknowledgement by him of why he can't leave, but also, you know, it really incorporates this idea of evil that. You know that people say, but it never feels like they actually get evil involved. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then well, that would, and that honestly, would... you know, anyone who says evil incarnate is wrong, right? I mean, that's really I I think that's the problem with sort of problem with the show and the terminology is, you know, these are people who are just saying these things and they're wrong about who he really is. That the picture that we know objectively is that he's not evil incarnate. So, you know. They have characters say that, so we think that means the show wants us to think that, and I think that is true. But nevertheless, it's contradicted by what the show is actually showing us about this character. And those two things never, you know, equalize, because the characters who are saying this don't have the information that contradicts that. So, you know, it's like, okay, well, which one is he? Well, objectively, he's not evil incarnate. He's a guy who does bad things to get what he wants, but he's not the end-all, be-all evil. You know, and really the people who ever say that are just misinterpreting his actions, you know, or or sort of, you know, being hyperbolic about his actions. And that's a boring answer, <laughs> you know, but that's just really what's going on, um, you know, because, you know, because it's not Dogen hooking him up to his machine and getting the reading that says, 
ding, 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 evil incarnate, 100% on the evil scale, you know, it's just, this guy is, you know, he's, you know, when you can turn into a smoke monster, you're, you know, 65% of the people are going to think you're evil <laughs> just because of what you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it ups your evil incarnate quotient. Right. Yeah. Richard, uh, Richard thought he was the devil. I mean, that, that led to that weird exchange and, where. And, and there's nothing in the Bible or no, no depiction of the devil that I have ever heard of is that the devil is a smoke monster, right? <laughs> Yet the presence of a smoke monster makes you think he's the devil. So you see how little you need, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it leads to that weird exchange where he's like, no, 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 I'm a smoke monster, but he's the devil. <laughs> the devil is real. It's just it's worse than a smoke monster, buddy, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I yeah, it's like think... if, you think, if you think I'm scary, you should see the devil, man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. he lives. In, he lives in a foot statue. I mean, he is crazy. Right, right. Um, uh, like I also think if he had realized he was evil, or at least if that had been like depicted in some clear way, that was sort of beyond hearsay. Um, you know, that also could have explained why, you know, why or how or whatever he would claim people and also not quite be aware that he was doing it. Yeah, totally. You know, it's like it's you know, he's got he's got this evil within him that can sort of project itself or something and it's already fused with his consciousness. You mm-hmm. know. So so it has that sort of ability and so you know, it sort of explained that and also, you know, he he's he he thinks he's just talking to people. Yeah. You know. But uh, but there's actually, you know, because he has that quality, like I don't know, like it could have worked, I think. Um but it just uh you know they just didn't make that connection. I mean, there's also the stuff about, you know, you got to stab him before he talks to you and all that stuff. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it, it'd be nice. It just, it would have been nice if there was like a larger framework that where all that stuff fit and where I could... Yeah, no, that would have been great if that dagger was special and it had special powers and, and you know, it defeated him before. It can defeat him again. Like, yeah. yeah, that would have been that would have been nice, but that's not what we got. <laughs> yeah, I know. I that's I don't know. That's uh, that's my enduring frustration, I guess. You know, I mean, there's 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 the minor things I can be mad about Walt all day long, or the numbers, or whatever. But you know, it's hard to. It's hard to for me to ignore or get over things that go to the, like the core of what drives the plot of the show. Mhm. You know, when we get to that stuff, like if that doesn't work, that's a big problem. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like they're trying to say at the end of the day, Jacob and Man in Black were just two other people on the island. You know, like that you know their stories are just as fallible as everybody else's. You know, like it, it's it's they didn't do a great job, I don't think, of of really positioning those two as sort of the the driving forces behind everything that was going on. You know, like, right, right, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I mean, I mean that you know that goes to also like not naming Man in Black, like mm-hmm. you know that he's just he's just a man who wears. You know, a particular color of clothing. Like he's 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 a very abstract entity. 
You know, mm-hmm. that makes sense for Evil Incarnate, but it doesn't make sense for the character we actually saw. Yeah. You know, there's no reason the character we saw couldn't have a name. Yeah, he had a whole family for all those years. I mean, they called him something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, it would be one thing if he had a name and then they said, like, once he became a smoke monster, you know, now he's, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Now he's a man in black. That's, you know, that's what he goes by. So, you know, some kind of thing where, the, you know, that's his evil version that's abstract. But, like, I don't know. It's like they, they wanted to present the idea of them as symbolic, you know, of good and evil, but mm-hmm. they also didn't want to make them too good or too evil. <laughs> Because <laughs> they, because at the end of the day, they just wanted them to be two other people who came to the island, right? And had right. crazy adventures, you know. Yeah. Now their adventures, you know, were really crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that they, you know, they they happen to be taken in by you know by someone who knew more about the island than anyone else at the time. Exactly. I mean, a lot of. You know, most of the Losties had adventures most people on the island didn't have. and Yeah. And some of them time-traveled, and some of them, you know, did a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, but, yeah, and some of them became leader of the island, you know. That's some true. of them became evil incarnate. Um, you know. <laughs> Somebody, some drew the short sticks, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's what's weird. You don't usually, you know, have a show where that's kind of the the broadest picture you can paint is that you're, you know, the 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 dominant forces are just cogs in the wheel like everything else. Right, right. I mean, I think that theme is consistent, but at the same time, it's I don't know. Like, if you're gonna go with that, the other imagery doesn't work. Like, it, it's sort of like they're, you know, they wrote themselves into a catch twenty two, like. Because, oh, of course. Oh, that's the whole problem is they want two they want like two things at once most times. Yeah, two things that like conflict with each other directly. Mhm. Well, it's it's the whole thing, right? Like they want man in black to be bringing people to the island to prove this point. But they also want it to be this thing about, you know, man in black's loophole and they want it to be mm-hmm. about Jacob trying to find people who need, you know, all this other stuff on the island. Like, they, they they want a lot of these things. Like I said before, it would have been great if the whole point of the show was these two, you know, uh, you know, very abstract amorphous deities who are just doing this game of chess with human people on the island. Yeah. And that's all they're doing. You right. Know what I mean, that's all it is, is, is them saying, let's bring people here and see what they do. But instead, they humanize them. They give them backstory. They give them wants and goals and hopes and dreams, and it becomes a whole different thing. But at the same time, they also want that idea that they're bringing people and playing chess with them. Oh yeah, they they want it all at the same time. Yeah, that's the whole thing. So it's like they abandon the idea while still maintaining it, and, and so then it's... that's why you have a problem of okay. It, you know, why isn't Jacob hands-on? Well, okay, he's hands-off because of this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, but he should be hands-on in terms of this thing. It's just like, well, yeah, yeah. but he's not because of this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's hands-off, but he goes and meets all the candidates and touches them to push them to the <laughs> island, you know. He's mm-hmm. hands-off, but he goes and recruits Alana to come to the island. It makes her go through years of training and, you know, directly, like, 
sends yeah, him places. Yeah, he's hands like, off, but he goes and brings Whitmore and tells him to bring Desmond. And yeah, yeah, he's hands off, but he appears to Hurley as a ghost and tells him to get away from the temple because it's going to be attacked. And you know, like it just—I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work. I mean, it's clearly—I don't know. In that case, I feel like Jacob being hands off is. Is you know their excuse for why Jacob hasn't been involved at all so far. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. Whereas on the other hand, once they introduce him, they need him to do stuff. Otherwise, like, what kind of character is it? Exactly. You know, and so he can't be totally hands off. He has to do something. Otherwise, like, if he just sits there for a whole show, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not there's not really much of a character there. All right. Well, but yeah. Uh, I, I think with the... I think you, you. I mean, I think you hit the main point that like I wish this weren't true, but I think you know if you if you like I don't think the show wanted us to think this completely, but I think if you were going to write you know a plausible thesis about Lost and the island and so on, it you know if you just said it's about you know it's about a bunch of random people who come to this strange place for various reasons and have adventures and weird interpretations of it like you know that pretty much fits everything yeah yeah and uh you know even the others like the others have the same explanation everybody's everyone gets to the island by some weird means and they have some crazy stuff happen more you know relative more than others depending on what happens and yeah and that's it yeah, and that's it. And it's like, I mean, that's—I don't particularly love that story, yeah. but it's, it's certainly there. Well, it's barely a story. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's the most general view of the show you can take, and it works because you're ignoring all the details that don't fit together. Uh, right. You know, but it's not as satisfying because it's very amorphous and generic. But I mean, that's—it's what's interesting is that that's a theme line you can say a main idea you can have for the show and not every show can have that main idea uh and for a mystery sure. show i think that that's what's interesting you know uh that you have this sort of cyclical effect of storylines and everyone is just going through their own version of the same thing right So you could say Lost is the most lifelike show there has ever been on television. <laughs> you, could say that. you could say that. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> right down to the smoke monster <laughs> and the cave of good and evil. Those are all real things, just like life. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, anything else about Exodus? This was uh, pretty good stuff. I I see why I kept watching. I agree. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I would say of all the last finales, you know, Exodus uh, is it's probably one of the simpler ones. But that's that's probably because you know they've only told us so much so far. Mm-hmm. You know, so there 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 just isn't as much to think about yet. Um, but uh, but still. Uh, very well done. A lot of you know, it was it was really entertaining. Like it flew by for how long it was. Yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was good character scenes, and you know, it was 
it was action packed. There was mysteries. I mean, it's everything you want. I think for it's the everything last you episode. want. Yeah, totally. So cool. Well, uh, we'll be back, uh, and we'll be starting our season two commentary commentary series. So uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. Right season one. Woo! Season two. We get a whole new slew of shit to deal with. Yeah, there's some some big highlights in season two. I'm Absolutely. I'm looking forward to a lot of those big moments. We'll get to uh, get to start approaching the origin of Lost Lowdown. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we'll circle back to the beginning of the Lost Slowdown. That'll be very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.